Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi, and welcome to podcast number six with Sandy and Morgan. Yay! And today we're talking about how to establish rules or agreements, whichever word that you use in your family. So as we know, there's rules everywhere. There's rules at home, there's rules at the grocery store, at school, Mm -hmm. at the library. This is something I talk about with my clients all the time, that there are rules everywhere you step foot into. We don't escape them. And some of the children I work with really resist rules, and I'm sure you might be encountering this also at school, right? Yes, definitely. And that's why it is important to establish rules right away. That is true. So one of the first things that I talk about with kids is to let them know that there is a purpose, that we're not creating rules just to make their life miserable. Uh, Because sometimes they're like, wait, this is just only to make my life miserable. And no, it is not to make your life miserable. That there is a point for rules and it is to keep you safe. So one of the things that I say to the kids I work with is that you're very important to me. And I want to make sure that you are safe, that your body is safe and that you are safe. And that's why we have these rules. So this way they know that they are important and this is and there's a reason as to why these agreements exist. Mm-hmm. And then you can also kind of get into society at large. Why do we have, why is there a stop sign? If we didn't have a stop sign, cars would run into each other. So, I mean, we have to really get into the purpose and the reason why we create rules and that reason is safety. Exactly, and one of the things that you just hit on is that sometimes children think that adults don't have rules. And I remember working with this one little boy once, and um, I told him that I even have rules. And he said, really? Why do you have rules? You're an adult. And I I had to explain that we all have rules, and there are different rules at different stages, and that I also primed him to the fact that he can actually do these rules as well, that he is able to follow these rules. <laughs> yes, and it, well, that gets into involving your kid in creating the rules so that they feel like that what they, what they have to say is important. Exactly. That's so true. Um, so about, I think, four months ago, I was working with a family, and I suggested that they come up with a family agreement because their daughter really was resistant to the word rules. Mm-hmm. And I suggested that on a Sunday morning that they sat down and talked about what agreements they wanted as a family. And to start off with some really, I call them softball rules, like okay. we all want to be friendly, which means that we use friendly voices with each other. We don't yell. We don't scream. And then from there, then you can kind of stack the rules for more severity of like, we don't hit your brother or sister, right? Okay, yeah, no, I like that. That's a, that's a good way to do that. Um, that. Um, yes, also, there are, as we said before, there are different rules at different places. And so it's a great idea to prime your kid 
before they go to certain places about the rules there because maybe they're having a play date at someone's house and their house rules are different than your house rules and so you need to talk before they get there about listening to that family and what their rules are. In the classroom, there are different rules than there are at home. And so just explaining to your kid beforehand that we need to be agreeable and listen to the people who are in charge and their different rules. Exactly, and one thing that might be nice is to even talk about the commonality of rules. Mm -hmm. There are certain rules that are just going to be across the board, like no hitting. That's going to be across the board at home, school, library, grocery store. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to also tie that, really like tie it together for the children so they understand like this rule is universal Yes. versus this rule is specific only to my family or just specific to school. And it's interesting, um, I recently was working with some brothers, brothers and we were talking about the rules at home and at school and they actually had a hard time articulating what the differences were. So that just told me that they haven't had the experience of sitting down with their parents or their teachers to really explicitly talk about the rules. So I know sometimes as adults we assume that the children know what the rules are, Mm -hmm. but they're not mind readers. So it does need to be specific, clear, and also I'm going to say not wordy. Like nice and direct and short. Be respectful. Yes. Be safe. Things like that. Make it, because kids understand what that means. Then you can get into the nitty gritty of each of those things, but have the overarching rules be concise and be basic. Exactly. And another great thing to do is catch your kids when they're being good. So when they are doing the right behavior, give them a high five where you can say, I really like how you're being great with your brother and sister today. I like how you're following the rules. Thank you for doing the chores. So make sure that you do give your child proper praise and attention for when they're doing the right thing. It goes a long way. Yes. A long, long way. And it makes them want to follow the rules more when they realize, oh, I get praise for doing the right thing. Exactly. Exactly. And then some of the ways that you can do that is a hug, a high five. I think touch, physical touch with your children is so important. Yes. Um, Paired with the verbal as well. Yeah. And you know your kids and so you know what they like. So yeah, Um, another on the flip side of that is natural consequences. Uh, So sometimes when your child breaks a rule, you don't even have to do anything because there are natural consequences. If they push a friend and that friend no longer wants to be their friend, that is a natural consequence. Or if they're not eating their dinner, Mm -hmm. then they're gonna be hungry later. Or if they don't put their dirty clothes in the hamper and it doesn't get washed, then their favorite t-shirt isn't gonna be clean for the next day at school. Mm -hmm. And that would be a good time to have a discussion. So let the natural consequence be what it is and then talk to your child about it. Okay, you didn't put your clothes away, so now they're going to be dirty. That's what happens when we're not following the rules of laundry or whatever it may be. And then you could say, if we don't want this to happen next time, what can we do? Mm -hmm. So you can be proactive with the natural consequence of, if we don't want this to happen again, what can we do? And let them be the solution finder. Very good, yes. Um, Okay, and then another important thing is when your child is feeling upset 
about something, like they're playing with their toys and it's time to clean up, you want to mirror their feelings because you do want to validate what they are going through. Uh, yes, they still need to clean up, so you can say something like, I know you love playing with these Legos, but right now we need to clean up and get ready for dinner. So you can just really validate their experience. Exactly. And then also let them know that there's going to be a chance for it again. Mm, yes. Because I also know that with some of the children I work with, like the really young children, um, they feel like if it's done, it's done. They don't know when they can look forward to a certain activity again. But if you can also be very specific as to we can play with the toys again after dinner where mm -hmm. we can play with the toys again. Uh, when you come home from school tomorrow, let them know when they are able to re-enjoy that activity I think is important as well. That's true because uncertainty breeds anxiety. So it is good to make sure that they know that it's going to happen again. Exactly. And I like um, the fact of making the connection. And even when your child is upset, you could even say, I can see that you're very upset. And then you can even say, how can we turn it down from a, like, let's say your child is at a level 10. And then we can say, how do we get it to a level 8? Because you don't want to say level 10 to level 3 because your child's going to say, uh-uh, I'm yeah. not going to go from 10 to 3. That's not possible. So reasonable. Some, yes, and some adults are also like that too. So what we want to do is we want to say level 10 to level 8. That's something that's manageable. And you could even put in the phrase, I know this is something that you can do. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly. So put in the positive reinforcement. And in order to make all of that work, uh, really with everything, not just with rules, but um, you really need to connect with your child. So as we were saying earlier, when you're catching them being good, a good connection is touch, a high five, verbal praise, things of that nature, but also spending time with your child so that you really have that special bond. Um, just even 10, 20 minutes here and there, a couple times a week. It doesn't have to be hours each day. I know we're all busy, but the more connection that you have with your, with your children, the easier it will be to kind of establish these different rules and agreements. Exactly. And I was going to say some of my clients also use a visual reward chart. Oh, yeah. So, um, so make sure if your child is visual, that's also a really super duper easy way mm -hmm. to show validation. And you can just even jump on Google and just type out like reward chart. And there's yeah. like a ton that you can print out, get their favorite stickers or whatever it is. Yeah, and you can even just do happy faces with a marker. It does. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Exactly, that is true. Yes, and then even at dinner time, you can make a big deal. Like, I'm so proud of you. Today you did X, Y, and Z. So make sure you make a big deal of when they do the right thing because they will want to do more of it. Oh, yes, very good. Um, all right, and last but not least is you need to set a good example for the children. Um, so if you break the rules, guess who else is going to break the rules? So we want to make sure that... Uh, we are good role models for the kids. If you are going to the movies and you lie about the kid's age to get a cheaper ticket, that's not necessarily really following the rules, and then your kids will remember that and exactly. break the rules themselves. And I've actually have worked with families where the child will bring up when mom and dad have not followed the rules. Mm -hmm. Like, you ran the red light, or you went too fast on the stoplight. I've had kids um, call
call their parents out on certain things. Yes, they do that. (laughs) Yes, where you were using bad words when you were driving. Why Mm -hmm. can't I use bad words? Mm -hmm. I've heard that one more than one occasion. (laughs) So, um, So, yes, it is definitely, I think what you're saying is, Children follow what you do more than what you say. Yes. So make sure that your behavior is matching the words that you are saying because that is the ultimately the strongest way to help shape your children and give them, like you said, a good role model and something for them to aspire. Yes, thank you. Um, all right, so let us know what you think and thank you for listening to our podcast. And we will see you next week. Thank you, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.